Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by Harry's. To get your free trial set, go to harrys.com slash filthycasuals right now. That's harrys.com slash filthycasuals. Today we're also brought to you by ShipStation. If you sell online, then it's the fast and easy way to manage and dispatch all your orders from the one place. And you can try ShipStation free for 30 days using the, sp- the uh, promotion code casuals at shipstation.com. Welcome once again to another episode of Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo and with me as always... Ben Vanell. It's great to be here, Tommy, in the uh, Insight B, mm-hmm. in, in Isla Nuevos or whichever one. Isla Sauna yeah. was one of them. Yeah, you're right. And Isla... Fisher. Mm, <laughs> very the, uh, good. Yes, Someone's yes. wife, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> uh, a famous character who may show up a little later on. <laughs> uh, also Adam Knox. Yes. The guy who plays Borat. That's me. <laughs> Hello, my wife. Respect. <laughs> um, yeah, we are doing this at my house in mm. my bedroom. And let me tell you guys, the majority of my preparation for this podcast today was cleaning up my fucking bomb side of a room knowing oh, it, that you guys were coming around. It looks beautiful. It was it was filthy before you guys got here. Hey, well, really, really bad stuff. That's the name of our podcast. Yeah, really, filthy really when really you got here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. We both had yeah, takes. That was pretty good. I mean, uh, I'm a claimed comedian Borat. So, <laughs> if any listeners know how to minimise the amount of fucking dust that gets into a mm. room, then good lord, I'd love to know it. Melbourne is apparently dustier than really? a lot of places. I, yeah. This is what I've heard from my cheeky British. Girlfriend <laughs> is that it, it's noticeably dusty because we get a lot of oh, it's a little bit dusty in here, <laughs> it's isn't it? a little dusty. Oh, Adam, get that feather duster out, respect. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it's I think it's because we have so much desert in the country, and there's a lot of oh, okay. s- yeah. winds from the north. Right. Blowing down south and that's where the dust comes from, is mm. what I'm told. I've also seen in inverted commas. <laughs> yeah. I've also heard we're the most like pollen centric city ah. in the world, yeah, right. possibly. Like allergies are the worst here. I I have a air filter because of both of those things. Mm. Well, I know the solution is like don't have don't have items in a room. Do you know what I mean? So like have it all in drawers. Have it all yeah. tucked oh, away right. somewhere. Which, so if you look around you, it's like just this room is just full of shit that just yeah. collects dust all over it. Like yeah. I had to it's give just my buckets everywhere, <laughs> half <laughs> full of dust. I had to give my ninety six amiibo um, mm. a a individual polishing each <laughs> yes. uh, this afternoon. And how much did that bloody cost him, huh? Oh, they're about seventeen dollars each. Individual polishing. At JB Hi-Fi. Oh, okay. Borat's back and he's ready to rumble. <laughs> 
Hey, um, let's do some plugs up the top of this episode. Mm-hmm, We've mm-hmm. got our Patreon episodes, the premium episodes that we... No, not Patreon episodes, Bandcamp episodes. Yes. The premium episodes that we do uh, on Bandcamp that where we focus on a... A, a what, theme a, a or theme a franchise. Franchise. We just put one up in the last couple of weeks that is of MS-DOS games. So, a yep. bit of a history of, um, yeah, those kinds of games and our personal favourites. Uh, but there's, there's heaps on there now. We've done like 10 of them or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good yep. little library on there. If you're listening to this and you enjoy it and you're one of those people who uh, is starved for extra stuff to listen to, yep. uh, you can go and get them. They're all like two to three hours long. Mm. Uh, we have a Patreon that you can support the show on where you get to be in a Facebook group with us and you get an extra episode every month. Yes, we just did The Secret of Manor. Mm. Which we hated, mm. so it's interesting. Oh, I mean, now there's no no one's going <laughs> to fuck the cow if you give the milk away for free. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Let's edit that out. <laughs> this cow, maybe it's up for it, maybe it's not. <laughs> Who's going to know about this cow until you come and... Well, now I've got free milk and I can say for sure the cow is up for it. <laughs> uh, um, we've, we've actually chosen, though, our next three. Mm. So uh, what, what are they in order? Worms Armageddon mm-hmm. is next. It's for this month. Every month we just we do a book club, basically. Yes. But mm. it's video games instead of books. Yeah, Worms Armageddon some sweet money out of this Patreon. <laughs> yes. Fuck, I should have saved that for the app. <laughs> uh, and then it's uh, Leisure Suit Larry, the first one. Mm, in mm-hmm. the land of the lounge lizards. Yep. Yes. Okazuntite. And then the third one in May is Kingdom Hearts we're going to play <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, finally we're going to actually do it. Yeah, that, so we, set, we started a poll in the Facebook group <laughs> and we, we said, now let's stress, it sort of needs to be something short. Because yeah. we don't really have a lot of time between the three of us at the moment. Cut to everyone voting for Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Like by a landslide. Yeah. And we started pleading, like, please don't vote for Kingdom Hearts. We yes. don't have time. We don't want an electoral college thing <laughs> yeah. happening here. Yeah. But then we flipped it in reverse. We tricked them. Yes. And we're, we're doing the top three in reverse order. And yeah. that's that right. Out. To give ourselves uh, more time to play Kingdom Hearts. Absolutely yeah. no doubt in my mind that I will still leave it until the week before <laughs> we do it. Um, also, you guys have just started. Uh, your own well, I was going to say offshoot It's not really an offshoot No But, but you've started a new podcast A sister podcast Yes the Family is very important As you will learn in the show Two's Three's Company <laughs> <laughs> It's the, Yeah the, the podcast is called, is called Two's Company It's Two. me and Knox <laughs> We talk about three No it's, it's called It's about Game of Thrones We are going episode by episode Week by week up until the eighth season, which comes out next year, which we're very excited for. And um, yeah, our first episode's out. The podcast is called Aria Talking to Me. Nice. Yeah. Very good. So uh, I think we've shared it. We've shared it on all the filthy casual social media stuff, but yeah. it's on iTunes now and that Stitcher. That algorithm though, buddy. I know, right? You've got to give it a shout out on the pod. Yes. People will find it if they're interested, and mm. if they're not, maybe they'll stumble across it anyway. Lots of great feedback coming in so far on the socials from the people who've listened to it. Yeah, I think the kind of idea was that we were going to probably rewatch this series individually before this final season, mm. yeah. so we're going to do this podcast because we love content, yeah. yeah, and we'd be talking about it anyway. And so it's just, it is nice, and people have been like, "This is great." I've never seen the show. I'm going to watch along with you, or like, oh, I gave up on the show at season five, and I'm going to go back and start it again. Yeah. So yeah, we're still sort of figuring out the specifics of how to structure it and all that sort of stuff. But I yeah. think the two we've recorded so far have been fun. Yeah, second of which will be out on Monday. Great. Yes. I haven't listened yet. Uh, I don't watch the show. <laughs> yeah, but I've been meaning to in order to find out. Whether you mention me. <laughs> uh, I don't think you've come up. 
No, wait, maybe we said in the first one, thank God this fucking bitch not here. <laughs> yes. Right, okay. Well, I'll definitely tune in now that I know I get a mention. Um, so, yeah, lots of stuff for people to go and look into there. Mm. Um, now, last week we were talking about how there wasn't a lot of stuff coming up. <laughs> yeah. And bugger me down if there hasn't been a decent, (laughs) if not overwhelming, amount of news in this last week. Yeah, yeah. And we we actually have a game to talk about as well. So this is a regulation episode. (laughs) 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 This one will get past those bureaucrats. (laughs) We've met every standard. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a whole bunch of uh, sort of... Uh, some like rumory news. I yep. think yeah. most of it is, but from sources that people reporting on it seem to be pretty confident on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's start with this one. So there was an uh, well, not an announcement. Uh, Spe- heavy speculation that Diablo 3 is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Well, so we should say there's a Nintendo Direct tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. So we obviously can't have seen that because it's in the future, but that I think <laughs> that will be the place where we find out if that's true or not. Yeah, but, sure. but this is one of those ones where it isn't the way that they... So this rumour comes from the d- Blizzard tweeting a photo... Of a, of a light switch. Of a light switch. That had a Diablo head. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yes. Okay, I missed yeah. that part of it. Yeah. So well, that's m- pretty... And people are going, switch, switch. What could that mean? Yeah, and, I would love it if it's like, oh, we've, we've increased the brightness in Diablo across <laughs> yes. all Or it's literally systems. they are selling that light switch that yeah. you can put over the existing <laughs> fittings in your house. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, one of those ones that it's like... That happened like a nearly a week ago or something. Yeah. So it's still like in rumor territory, but you can basically count that as an announcement. Yeah, I that's guess so. that's may as well be official. Yeah, yeah, that would make total sense as well. Blizzard yeah. have been way more console happy this last sort of few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diablo on all the other consoles. Yeah, what is it? Reaper of Souls or something is the one. Yeah, they, yeah, they chucked on, on consoles. It was on the 360 and the PS3 before that too. Just the, right. the base version of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you're right. This seems Overwatch like the well. sort of yeah. thing that'll be tacked on the end of. Um, yeah, this Nintendo Direct uh, yeah. tomorrow morning. Uh, do either do of you, you give a bit of a shit? Same question. You were about to ask something interrupted. <laughs> yeah, never played. E- <laughs> never played any of the Diablos. I was actually going to ask. So I, I th- both of you have played it originally, right? Yeah. Is this it, it? It coming out as a re-release port on the Switch? Is that a? Is that a good thing? Well. <sighs> It's not an interesting thing. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I, it's it's cool, fine, you know, do whatever. But I, I'm not liable to play it ever again, really. Well, right. I didn't even like the third one. Yeah. Right. I, I really like it. It's it's one and two, and the expansion for two for me that I actually like. Third one. T- 2012. It's yeah. yeah it's not. It's re, it's yeah. It's reasonably recent. It's not from yeah. Fucking. But then yeah, the console ago. versions of it have like a roll with the right stick that isn't in the PC one. So they're sort oh, right. of play kind of differently. Yeah. Right. Which is interesting-ish. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like it totally fits. It makes sense. It's something you can play in quick little bursts. Mm. Yeah. It mm. makes sense to be on a portable thing. Uh, it has a significant online. Component though, true. There's a lot of co-op and multiplayer and loot trading and stuff like that. So I'm well, assuming I got that's good just news for you, Ben. <laughs> There's a Nintendo Switch Online service that's launching at the end of this year. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be really streamlined and easy to use. One, well, it's good that we have all the details of that, so that we can definitely say whether or not this will be good on it. Because you, the consumer, right. can make an objective decision. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have any interest in this personally but i'm at a point where any 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 new kind of third party thing getting yeah. announced on the switch 
I'm very much into because I think that's going to be a key in its in its long term longevity. Is yep. uh, yeah, third party developers being able to make a go of it and being able to get good returns out of putting stuff on there. So Th- yeah, this is another interesting one where like Diablo three is very popular. Like it's really really popular. It's it's highly played. <laughs> so it's <laughs> the issue is like. Well, are people going to play it on the Switch if they've already played it? If people haven't played it, are they going to care enough to play it on the Switch? Like, yeah. if, if you can do like same screen co op with the with Joy Cons, that would be cool. Stuff like right, that, yeah. right? It, I, like, it's a totally fine thing, and I don't imagine it being any different to the ones that already exist on the consoles, which are uh, by all accounts fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I hated it, like I still with Skyrim on the Switch, like I still see heaps of people in our Facebook group talk mm. about mm. they'd played it to death and thought they'd never have cause to go back in and thought they were done with it, and then yeah. just being able to take it on the bus has like meant that they've gotten back into it all over again. Like an actual yeah. surprising number of people being mm. super super into it. So. Diablo three yeah. does seem like one of those ones that a lot of people sort of skipped over at the time too because the reception to it was pretty frosty yes and then i think it's been significantly improved since right basically. Okay. yeah that's a that's a good point actually so yeah it's it's a it's a good reset button mm. maybe for people who tried the original and mm-hmm. want to go on on this one i mean that's kind of for me and every time we talk about a game being ported to the switch we have these same discussions yeah where in the end it's just like oh but it's just a good game that's going to be on another console yeah, yeah. <laughs> end of discussion yeah totally yeah <laughs> yeah and it's so weird because the switch it's purely because the switch is a handheld thing yeah it, i would never have fucking bothered talking about like oh arkham city's gonna be on the wii u yeah sure <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. just been the most boring conversation in the world like will it be the same yeah it's slightly worse <laughs> yeah yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's cool but it also it is portable. two generations of yeah good like big third-party games mm. even if it's delayed kind of never making it to nintendo consoles yeah. so sure the yeah fact that the fact that it's the fact that we're living in this world is is interesting. It's mm. cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah. there's a lot of shit out there, man. This world <laughs> yeah. pretty interesting. It's getting more interesting by the day. Have you ever been on fucking Wikipedia? Mate. There's some shit on there. Yeah. The world is really fascinating. Have you been on WikiLeaks? Uh I'm not allowed. <laughs> Mum doesn't let me. <laughs> um, so yeah, following on from that, there is a Nintendo Direct uh, tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Mm. Melbourne time. Mm. Uh, all they've said is that they are going to be focusing in on. Mario Tennis, providing some details on that, and then upcoming releases for the Switch and 3DS. So that suggests that Mario Tennis is possibly the only game that's already been announced that they'll cover in this. So it's half an hour long. That's all that we really know about it other than the Mario Tennis. Oh, sure. Speculation that Yoshi will be in there, or Yoshi, Mm. as people prefer us to say. (laughs) Hopefully that's... The announcement is <laughs> oh. party line on how to pronounce his Yes. Name. <laughs> they yes. show off nothing of the game. It's like, look, we know there's something out there that you're all desperate to see. Yeah. It's, and it's Labo. Like, <laughs> Labo. They have the, you know, in the dictionaries, how it has a little phonetic yeah, yeah. things that just IPA, comes up on the... International phonetic alphabet. Mm. I used to study that. I did linguistics. Wow. I, what happened? I, it's not particularly <laughs> useful, it turns out. If you want to learn how to speak as though you have an Irish accent, if you're reading from it, it. Yes. It can do that for you. Wow. That's the upside down E. Oh, no. Nice. Cool. But uh, yeah, not particularly useful in uh, almost any situation. <laughs> Even this <laughs> one. Especially yeah. not when you're talking about a possible Nintendo Direct and trying <laughs> to speculate on what might be getting announced. Yeah. So I'm I'm really tempering my expectations uh, for this one. Yes. I'm, I'm really into the little bit that we've seen of Mario Tennis. So yeah. So I like... 
if all if all it was was just finding out new stuff about that, yeah, I'm I'm psyched even if that's all mm. that it is because I'm really yeah. keen to know more about that game and the story mode and everything. And we don't have a release date on that yet, do we? No release date. Yeah, mm. I, I'd say it'll be. I'd say it'll be probably a bit more info about Labo. Um, probably not because they kept that one separate from a very close direct. That's a good. To yeah, that's a, that's true. Time. That's a good point. And what else is there to know? I think there's a I good wonder. shot that this is a bunch of new games getting announced. Yeah, yeah right. Because it's a year on from the Switch being released. There'll be yeah. some sort of like it's been an incredible year. Thanks for here's Mario to tell you about his good year. Mario's like yeah, hooray. Yeah, and then it'll be <laughs> and then you'll go. Here's a DLC and there'll be more DLC or some <laughs> yeah. little surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love that, but yeah, I'm trying to not get, I'm try, like, I, my personal expectation is I don't think there'll be any new games announced in this. Mm. That's just my personal. Yeah. Mm. At, at most, I think maybe like an HD remaster of like I think Galaxy that's extremely likely that there will be some kind of remaster. That, yeah. yeah. If, it's, if yeah. it's anything new getting announced, it'll be a remaster. I don't think we'll get an announcement of like, Anything brand brand new? Okay, yeah. who knows? Maybe like the Pokemon game or Metroid or something where they've announced it already, but they'll go like, and now we have something to show you. Show sure, like a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that would be cool. And yeah, there is still a bunch of stuff that doesn't have dates, and the fact that they've said it's for stuff on the 3DS as well, it, it, like that kind of makes me think. Like, oh really? Oh, and is this thing just mm. going to blow out and be 20 minutes of fucking 3DS bullshit? Yeah. What's still on the 3DS? They did announce a bunch of stuff at E3. Is there a Fire Emblem game or is that the, uh, the Switch? That that's I think that's a Switch is the one of those that's coming. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there is stuff that they've talked about, but yeah. Huh, they, they've, was... But they've said that, that's, that they're going to be talking about the 3DS. Well, I yeah, hope it's just so. them putting one into a tiny little coffin. We are actually done. <laughs> yeah. Doing, yeah. The, doing the things that cops do where it's like they're just shooting the gun into the ground. Like. <laughs> yeah, they drive him to like a really nice lake. <laughs> Like, we had a bunch of good times, didn't we? And then they shoot, put two in the back of his head, and they go, "But Luigi's Mansion three coming yeah. to the Switch." Oh, so this, this, so that's the whole, the whole half an hour is just this drawn out execution <laughs> yeah. with just a, a whisper of a new game well, at the very end. The execution yeah. happens early on, <laughs> and then the rest of it is them dealing with the guilt. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. and it's their marriages falling apart. They just keep like seeing 3ds's everywhere, but looking yeah. back, and they're gone. They're at airports where there are like two screens, one on top of the other. <laughs> Just to show you the flights, but they go, oh, God. <laughs> Slippery Bill Trennan just consumed by guilt. Yes. Is he getting in on this thing? Maybe he'll be in there tomorrow. I haven't seen him for ages. Yeah, yeah. it has been a while. Where you been, Bill? <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> slipping and sliding around. They keep booking him, but he keeps slipping as well. Oh. Again, that's 10 minutes of the presentation. So you're probably wondering what I've been up to in the last year. And it's just him showing you some bullshit holiday slides. That yeah. I took. I've been trying to learn kanji. <laughs> so I saw some like rumor thing that I don't think is probably true but Great it was, album. It was uh, <laughs> around and so you're like oh maybe and it was uh, is this slippery bill related no not okay. even slightly I'm going to disengage that <laughs> <laughs> it was DLC for Odyssey yeah I saw that too that was new levels uh, uh, around, uh, or a new level that was like Luigi's Mansion themed yeah I right. saw that too okay yeah and yeah. then there was um a couple of other things that weren't as interesting as that but that uh, I mean cool. yeah mm. look the DLC for Odyssey seems like a likely announcement. Not that you can ever know with these guys. Mm. That would be great. But like I said, I'm I'm not expecting anything beyond yeah. Yeah. just a bit of tennis action. No, totally. Yeah. Who knows? It could be at some point like, oh, we're blowing up balloons and that interacts with the Switch somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got a balloon game now. Yeah. And yeah. just dates for stuff. Uh, you know yeah. what? They've been so restrained with the Amiibo lately mm. that I've got a feeling that tomorrow they're just going to absolutely do it to us with the Amiibo. Yeah, right. Just like, here's four different Cranky Kong Amiibos <laughs> that are coming out with Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to think 
think of what games there even were where amiibos would make sense. Dark Souls, maybe. Oh, yeah. Having like just a little fireplace amiibo. I would think yeah. there'll be a line of Mario Tennis yes, related amiibos. Yes, of course. Sure. In his yeah. little shorts and his little visor. Yeah. Um, you know what I was thinking today that is that is kind of funny? So you and I, Ben, are going back to Japan in oh, yes. August. And yep. at that point, it will be two years since I was there last. Oh, yeah. I was there in August 2016. And I went to Super mm. Potato, a shop that we went to that is like a secondhand uh, game store. Yes, you can buy an, like an emporium. An emporium, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, the happiest place on earth as far yeah. as I'm concerned. yeah. And when we went, we is got this, this Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium? Because <laughs> that's the ho- happiest emporium. It's Mr. Megorium's son. Wonder <laughs> yes. You want to show him respect. Um, and yeah, you and I b- both bought these little handheld things that play NES cartridges. Yeah. And so the last time I was there, I was arming and arming because you can get a Super Nintendo version of that there mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I really want to get one of them. But at that point, the NX. It, the switch hadn't. The switch got announced in like October, but it was like rumored at that point that it was a handheld. Right. I think we. I think it was around then that there was like heavy speculation of what it was. We might have seen that leaked diagram yeah. or something. Yeah. And I remember thinking, oh, I won't. I won't worry about this because this new thing's going to be a portable, and I'll just be able to get all the SNES games on that. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so I got to say, it's pretty close to me being there. Two years on, if Virtual <laughs> Console hasn't launched on the Switch by the time we're there, fuck it, I'm going in yeah. on a little portable Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah maybe nice. that's what this is tomorrow. <laughs> Two I, years I, on, I, I yeah. really doubt that it's what this is. Yeah, though, I just yeah. think they're probably they, they never mention it and it never happens. Yeah, I kind of I'm starting to get that feeling as well. It's yeah. just not going to exist anymore. Or it feels like at this point it'll just be like all of a sudden a tweet. Oh, hey, it's all online now. Yeah, right. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know how well the other ones did for them. Speaking of Japan, mm-hmm. though, <laughs> yes. I don't know what this news is, but someone's written Pokemon Cafe. Well, take a fucking flying <laughs> guess as to what that could be. Or is it some kind of uh, antiviral medication? <laughs> <laughs> Just it? sound it out using your linguistic skills. <laughs> oh, schwa. Say it, in, yeah, say it in Irish for us. <laughs> yeah. what, what is that? Is it... A brand new Pokemon themed cafe is opening in Tokyo. Is it sort of so? Is it just Pokemon themed, or because the first thing I thought of when I read that mm. is you know how they have like the cat cafes mm. where you go in and you get to interact with a bunch of cats? Are, are they faking it <laughs> so that you? I know Pokemon are. <laughs> Are they faking it? Oh, thank God you addressed <laughs> yes. that because we had real grave concerns. Yes. You could have little Pokemon robots milling about and make I, like a fake cat cafe Pokemon style. Or a Pokemon Go cafe where, oh. you know, that's where you go into the room and you use the AR thing and they're all there. Yeah, and you can only get special ones and you have to pay entry. Mm. That would be a good racket. Thankfully, it's nothing that shit. Yes. Right. Um, no, Japan, like, they love a – they do them in Tower Records all the time. They yeah. love a little pop-up of like – Hey, everything's Mario themed, mm. and so uh, you know we've made this mushroom this egg dish look or whatever. like Mario. And yep. to get it that color, we've had to put some food dye in it that makes it taste quite right. <laughs> so this is a bit. This is a bit of that. Like yeah, the yeah. new one that's opening in Tokyo, I think, pretty soon. Yes, yes. Uh, May, May, I think, maybe. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, little dishes where it's like, yeah. There's a weird one I posted in our Facebook group of like, it's it's the back half of Pikachu. 
kind of like he's presenting at you. Yeah. Just this weird thing where you can go in there and eat Pikachu's ass. It's yeah. really weird. That's weird as well for the one of their Pokemon that has the most recognizable face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, let's start, let's make his asshole. Yeah, head down, <laughs> ass up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way we like to sup. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean I, I love that shit. I'm, yeah. I'm really into that kind of novelty sort of stuff. And you know, because it's Japan, the food might not be like what I was saying before about the food, but you do then get all sorts of cool little collectible stuff yes. with your meal and like Yeah, the, we got like a didn't we get like a figurine and a like a little themed coaster and a yeah. bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in it was the really cool. Mario one that we went to. Yeah. Yes. So that'll be uh yeah, that'll be cool to go check out. I'm going to yeah. eat every meal there. <laughs> yeah, nice. I'm pledging now. <laughs> yeah. If virtual console hasn't come out by the time we're in Japan, <laughs> yes. I will buy a mini Super Nintendo thing and I will eat every meal at the Pokemon Cafe. Nice. Boy, I can't wait to have my feet held to the fire on this one <laughs> in six months' time. Oh, yeah. Nox, <laughs> what are some dishes they might serve there? Um, okay. They would do... Um, uh, uh, bulba soup is the only thing I can think what? of. It's like Bulbasaur. <laughs> I know what it's like. <laughs> uh, stew. Great. St- or stew too. <laughs> so in your head, the meals just have to like rhyme with a Pokemon and I then it can just be whatever. Surely, right? Pikachu, but just with EW at the end. Like fried Magikarp, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's it's got to be a pun. I okay. Feel, I think so. All right. I feel like it does. The, the idea that you're actually just eating a cooked Pokemon. Charred Manda. Charred nice. Manda. Now you're thinking with your head. <laughs> yes. Uh, rat. Radic- Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, Raticatatouille. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, dragon ne- food. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I, either we were going to come up with some good ones or we were going to flounder badly and either way it would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Mime. He's the funniest <laughs> Pokemon. So they, it's got to well, be one they, You know, they've got yeah. that Pokemon ditto that can just turn into anything. Yeah. yeah. So that's an excuse to just bring out Fucking what? Just a nice T-bone steak. But then Ditto, yeah, Ditto just turned into this. <laughs> a nice, well, Q-bone steak. Q-bone steak. Q-bone steak. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. This there is actually go. good. Uh, no, it's actual, it's just It's it's just weird shit like that where it's like, here's yeah. an egg. Yeah, it's just rice like shaped into, into yeah. different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eh, no, don't bother going there. Oh. Japan as a whole? <laughs> yeah. The whole country is is no good. Just I, it's oh, all yeah. themed, as far as I can tell. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and cool. it is mostly just rice put into different shapes of things. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you're right. The whole country is Japan themed. It's sick. <laughs> yeah. uh, while we're on the Nintendo thing, mm. uh, they've officially changed Mario's Tinder profile. I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. LinkedIn has switched back, and he's now. Uh, officially a plumber. Yes. Yeah, so this was a thing from a little while ago where on their official website in Japanese mm. they put something that he'd stopped plumbing or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And, and like now he has multiple occupations yeah. or something like that. And yeah. today's 24-hour newsbait click cycle went into <laughs> yeah. a fucking frenzy. Yeah. The, because the change from him not being a plumber... I, like, we probably talked about it at the time, but I remember that's it, it came up on everything. Like, pedestrian yeah. and stuff were reporting on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's back. Yeah. This doesn't get mentioned at all. No. Because nobody likes to hear about someone being successful. They want to kick you when you're down. <laughs> that's it. And it, when he wasn't a plumber and you would say, oh, Mario's fallen. Look at Macaulay Culkin and his addiction. Like, yeah. it's all mm. that. But no one wants to hear about his charming interview with Mark Maron. No. Yeah. <laughs> That was something Macaulay Culkin did. Did he? I've yes. not been following because he's <laughs> now, gotten a lot better. No, I have not. So, you, but you're still happy to call it charming? Absolutely. Hmm. I assume Macaulay Culkin is charming mm. still because he I, was when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah. I read ec- <laughs> I read excerpts. 
Right. And he, he sounded absolutely charming. That's right. a strange way. We should start writing up excerpts of this. Mm. You know you can pay like five bucks and get your podcast. <laughs> your podcast transcribed. Really? Which that comment is going to come back to bite you when I transcribe yeah. this podcast. Yeah, well, we should do it then. Okay. And then we can like just control F Nintendo and see how bad we actually are. With yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Most Let's used phrases on the show. Oh, God. The absolute stones <laughs> on us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like a, I, did that thing initially just reeked of like a kind of a mistranslation anyway. Well, the thing of it being like, yeah, he has a lot of jobs. He plays soccer and does baseball and whatever. Yeah. That, which, that makes more sense than him being a plumber, which, yeah, yeah, he hasn't done for a long time. Sure. His job is superhero. Mm. Yeah, really. exactly. Yeah. Demigod. Yes. Yeah. Plumber, <laughs> <laughs> but now he's a pl- yeah he's a plumber again. Good for him. Maybe that means tomorrow it's like a half hour reveal of just like a plumber booking app that they've it got. It really on the would be so sick if they brought out a game where you're Mario doing actual plumbing. Yeah. Oh, like that yeah. would really be fucking cool. However, that would in whatever way they did it, maybe it's like a weird puzzle game yeah, or yeah, a yeah. Minecrafty style building thing. Like well, that would be great. Yeah, there are those puzzle games that are like the, the, the pipes, and you have to yeah, start yeah. making the pipes and fitting them together while the water is starting to flow. Like that's an actual game. I assume that's what being a plumber is like. As well. <laughs> yeah, you have sixteen pipes which you cannot change. Yeah, you cannot order new pipes. You've yeah. got to fit these in, and it's, there's a time limit yeah. of like yeah. sixty seconds. Yeah. The person who you, you're doing the plumbing at their house, I go like. I'm gonna shit in a minute. Yeah, you've yeah. got yeah. one the, minute. <laughs> you've got the U bends, and you can rotate them 90 degrees at a time. Yes. They have to if link you just up. Put it in diagonally. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a twist of full 90. <laughs> um, righto. So uh, next bit of news. What did you want to talk about here? Uh, I guess another rumor. Mm. The next Call of Duty is probably going to be Black Ops Four. Yes, which. Uh, I feel like a year ago to the day almost we went the next Call of Duty is going to be World War Two. Yeah. And the reaction to that was, okay. okay. And then All it right. ended up being your favourite game of last year. Oh, hell yeah, my dude. <laughs> they, I love it how they treated that war and those characters with so interesting a backstory. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, did you play Black Ops 3? And I fucking hated it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that All was right. the first one where I really went. Ooh, yeah, this right. series is going bad. Yeah, because the multiplayer was fine. It was the single player campaign fucking sucked. It had that dude from SVU in it, um, Christopher Maloney, uh, maybe the bald guy. Yeah, 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 bald yeah. guy. He's in Veep occasionally too, and he was in um, Black Ops Three. <laughs> anyway, he, it was like just Wet Hot American Summer. Really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dude. Yes. Sure. Uh, he's the bandana guy in that. Mm. Yeah, and, and s- Law and Order. And, and uh, Call of Duty Black Ops and, 3. And Oz, yep. a very good series. Black Ops 3 as well. So he was like <laughs> Wait, their big actor about? in it. <laughs> anyway, it, it just was this boring fucking convoluted story that was so different. To, I really liked the first Black oh, Ops. He was also in Man of Steel. Right. Okay. Well, not as good as his turn in... Call of Duty. <laughs> He's in a like a show on the Sci-Fi Channel with Patton Oswalt. Black Ops Three. Nice. Uh, it was just really like like a shit version of Halo, where there were no, where it was kind of more open, so it didn't have like the driving cinematic thing of Call of Duty games. Right. But then it didn't have the sort of sandboxy go figure out this situation however you want thing of like Halo games. Yeah, yeah. So it was this dumb middle point where it just felt repetitive and boring. The campaign, at least, the whole time. And then Siri, look up Chris Maloney IMDb page. 
<laughs> Watching you yell that at your laptop screen. <laughs> My, in my head, I was like, thank God the listeners can't see what an absolute boomer I just look like. And now I've been outed. <laughs> it's, look, it's what I deserve for interrupting. Yelling into your Casio digital watch. <laughs> uh, it's I, I, it kind of sucks that they're doing another one of these because, yeah, I didn't like the last one and mm. I only really liked the first one. But yeah, do you carry yeah. the way? Because, like, you're saying it sucks that that's, it'll be Black Ops 4. If it was if it was just a new Call of Duty, I feel like you would kind of hate the idea of that either way. No, mm. there could be oh. – there, there'd be something they could do with it. I don't know exactly what it is, but if they right. were like, this one's in the fucking American Revolutionary War or whatever, something yeah. really crazy. Not a themed cafe. <laughs> or, and not, like, just vague space <laughs> – and not just, uh, uh, which is what this one's going to be if it's anything like the yeah, other one, right? And yeah, I don't know. It's just very when your when your series is going on a downhill trajectory. I don't feel like the thing to do is play it safe. Yeah, to do number four exactly in a, yeah. in a yeah. Well, back in the day, and when it, it was the, the full name of it would be something like Call of Duty fourteen Black yes. Ops four. <laughs> yeah, and then it'll have like a little what's under that like a. Not a subtitle. Or we've given but, up, you know, or like, like a quote <laughs> yeah. or something. Will be because this is. Oh, I think I've got this right. Treyarch, who I like, became mm. the good one after the people who went on to do Respawn, which is Titanfall, left. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, Treyarch did the first Black Ops. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, the first Black Ops was great. I, I really liked it. Yeah, mm. it's, I think it is still probably the last Call of Duty I've played. And a great thing about it was how creative it was with its settings. It zipped around in time. Yep. a bunch, and it, it, it the, the storytelling was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, and and they've completely fallen away from that uh, with the series as a whole, and especially with Black Ops Three. I thought. Mm. But, and then the last two after that as well. So, who cares about that fucking series anymore? Yeah. yeah. Me, I'm going to buy them still and yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love – it's – it's. I think Call of Duty – yeah, no, it's, that's not it. I was going to say it's like you with Call of Duty is like me with Nintendo, but that's not quite a fair comparison. You seem to be so antagonised by it, but you just can't help yourself. You keep going no, back to the yeah. well. Because yeah. you're in a relationship where you don't realise how awful Nintendo is. Yeah. So you keep yeah. showing up and being like, oh, no, it's okay. It was my fault. Yeah, sometimes they bring me flowers. But yeah, I yeah. know how awful Call of Duty is, but I go round on birthdays out of a sense of obligation. And right. it's the fact that I'm too nice that's the problem with the relationship. Because right. <laughs> if I cut myself off from Call of Duty, maybe it'd get better and fix. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if people stop fucking buying it, then they do something new. But right. it has other and Enablers, yeah, but I, you, it, it needs to hit rock bottom itself before it's going to realize. Yeah, and, yeah, and that might be Black Ops fucking four, <laughs> or it will make seven billion dollars and they won't. Care. Maybe World War Two, I think, did better than they've been doing for a bit. Mm. So, uh, who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> saw the darkest hour the other night. Oh Speaking yeah, thinking of World War Two. Mm. Big old man won mm. the uh, won the Oscar. Yeah, that, the big- that, that movie's fine. Yeah. It's I, it's weird to I watched it in a cinema. Did yeah. you see it in a cinema? No, I I watched a. You know what? Come at me, the fuzz. A legally downloaded copy. Oh, yeah. a legally downloaded copy. You downloaded it legally. Good. It was a no, I legally said, downloaded copy, so oh. nobody can go and get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful. I downloaded They're gonna it, fucking write this I down. I legally downloaded <laughs> it because I own the film canister as well. So exactly. like, I already have it. Yes. I paid good money for those. They're, they're definitely <laughs> still printing film canisters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That it was like that was one Siri, of those. Siri, Google illegal downloads. <laughs> I was yelling that into the film canisters. <laughs> that was one of those weird movies where. It was really flat and boring, the subject matter. Yeah. So there are like five times in that movie where it's massively over-directed. Oh, well, right. This is the thing. It's one of those things where like it's the subject matter isn't boring. Like the subject matter mm. is fucking mm. World War Two, but no. yeah. you're seeing the diplomatic 
the diplom like because it's lower budget too. You're just kind of hearing them talk about all this exciting stuff, and it's right. like, boy, I wish I could see some of this right now. Yeah, right. And it, yeah, boring isn't the right word, but it's 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 plain. It's flat. There's not a lot you can do with people talking in a room. I mean, yeah, yeah it's really one of those things that is all set up to just make you go, wow, Oldman really doesn't look like himself, and is doing a right yeah. doing a good job of sounding a bit silly, isn't he? But then and there's a few times peppered through the movie where they zoom in from space into a soldier's eye yeah. or he goes right. up an elevator in complete black except for the elevator and it just really sticks out because it's like well you just put this in there to make it look visually a little bit right I'll be honest I watched it with my dad because my dad is interested in about maybe two movies a year I'm glad you lucky. were honest about that with <laughs> <me>. <laughs> I w- so I watched it with him on a TV and he like so he really wanted to see it so I mm. like got it took it around there and I, about halfway through, I just started playing Bayonetta on the Switch because right. I was sitting behind him where he couldn't see me and he like he couldn't tell that I wasn't paying attention anymore. I was like, this is the perfect crime. Yeah. <laughs> I actually find a few people sitting around in a room talking really interesting. I, I'd almost <laughs> listened to a podcast that was just that. <laughs> no, not for me. <laughs> uh, Do we have any more news Yeah, this a couple week? of things. So Far Cry right. 5, which is out in like three weeks. Less than a month. Or yeah. something, yeah. Mm. Um, three weeks. Uh, <laughs> there's a, a season pass trailer and a bunch of more details. We, have we talked about this? So the season pass stuff came out. The, the thing that they hadn't said that I mm. thought was really interesting, there was an email we got this week that kind of relates to this. Mm. Uh, there's... Uh, really, the, the Far Cry games have had like editors in them before. Mm. Like the ones on consoles even have had, you can go in and make your own maps, but just right. kind of nobody does. Yeah. And they're pushing this, the one for this one harder. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Far I've, Cry 5 Arcade is what they're calling it. Right. Yeah. And it's basically Little Big Planet, but Far Cry. So mm. it looks pretty cool. It's not typically the sort of stuff I'm into, but like looking at the screens of it, it's like basically, yeah, you can put in. It's assets from all the other Far Cry games and then a bunch of other uh, Ubisoft... Mm. Is it Ubisoft? The, yeah. 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 Properties and stuff. So you've got these great screenshots of like a fucking Yeti and then a yeah. and then pigs running around and yeah. in the middle of a city. A bunch of balloons yeah. and a gorilla and yeah, all sorts of shit. Yeah. yeah. Just several animals. Yeah. <laughs> Some grass, a cat. <laughs> it's fucking wild. <laughs> but it does look cool. It does look yeah. like potentially, uh, yeah, a lot of fun and... and um, they, so the way that you get to it is like there's these arcade cabinets in the game. You can oh, access I don't know. it that way, which I, then right. they are going to kind of curate the best one. I think there's going to be a way of going through like they're going to have curated lists of like the best ones. Right. Yeah, people they're doing play. all the shit that like Mario Maker should have yeah. done. Yeah. Where they're going right. through and actually making some themselves and picking out the best ones and letting you rate them and comment mm. on them and stuff yeah. on uh, a side website. Yeah, right. So I don't know. It looks fun. Yeah. yeah. It's just whether or not you can play Far Cry indefinitely or if it's something that you get sick of at some point. Which I think for me I would get sick of it at Again, some point. Again, it's still right. – this is the sort of thing that I typically I think looks cool but is just uh, – the uh, with the best intentions I never end up going in on it. Right. So, I mean, I, to that sort of person who's into it, I'm sure that's – I'm sure that's very, very enticing. Mm. I don't think it'll – I'm sure I'll give it a go for the sake of, you know – just seeing what it's like, but yeah. I, I don't like with all this stuff. I don't see myself really going deep in. Uh, this is the kind of thing where someone will make a level that becomes a brand new game. Yeah, like, hopefully. And, and th- th- it's for those people, those kind of people with that ingenuity who are like, mm. I'm going to stretch like the limits of what this can be and make the game I always wanted to make. Which is a big deal because that's where stuff like Dota or fucking PUBG and all those sort of things came spawned out of. Totally. So, uh, it's cool to have that. And I guess that's probably half of what they're thinking. Yeah. Making yeah. this such a uh, focus. 
And uh, it's also about artificially lengthening the amount of time people will want to keep the game. Yes. Well, totally. As a deal, this game is fucking pretty good. Yeah, because the season pass has heaps of good shit, and it looks like the you game get itself. Three? No, you get four. You get Far Cry Four as a. You get three. Oh, you get three. You get yeah. an updated version of three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. right. Yes. So that's cool. Yeah, and then you get yeah all these other scenarios. Which in this trailer they showed the three that they've announced, which is like. Vietnam, the moon, uh, Mars, mm. and uh, zombies, something, and then three other ones with question marks. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like heaps of shit. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, excited to play that in a few weeks' time. Mm. Uh, and one final bit of news. Now, Ben, mm. you like the eighties, <laughs> oh, mate? I fucking love the eighties. I love ET. Uh huh. I love Stranger. Thi- Wait a minute. That's yeah. No, ET. You can list five. Okay. E- I thought five. you said eating. <laughs> I love eating. Like, Where the fuck is, is that? Eighties. People did in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Out of those, like people do it up to their eighties, <laughs> and after that, they I think they just use a tube. Yeah. <laughs> with those those cups they had in the eighties with the sort of patterns embossed into the side. Pattern cups. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. No. You'd you'd know them if I showed cups you with it. Patterns in them. Yeah, not patterns. I either I either know that it's just a normal cup or I've never heard of what it's you're talking about. It's a cup with ridges and bumps in it. It's sort of like a condom of a cup. Con- net, I, I was nearly with you. Yeah. And that really I I'm sort just, of thought I could picture what you were talking about. Yeah. Now I'm picturing a cup filled with cups. <laughs> <laughs> a regular cup. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm typing in 80s cup. Oh, oh that's fuck. a 90s cup. 80s cup. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm typing it in, not yelling at the fucking thing with it. Uh, 80s <laughs> glass Fair. I would have to type in. Uh, Do you want me to keep naming stuff? From yes, the 80s. Five things from the 80s. You're eating. Eating. <laughs> drinking. Yeah. Breathing. Walking. Sitting down. Right. right. I don't think I sitting down was these. invented until 1991. Man, well, it's the US release or the Australian release? Mm, Google 80s chair. I bet you can't find one. <laughs> um, anyway, so you like the 80s. We can establish that. Yes. Now, another thing I know about you is that you love a good viral marketing campaign. Oh, mate. I'm just hooked in by whatever they throw at me. <laughs> I'm a moron. happens in the real world that I is love meant to ignite mar- people yeah, on the man. internet. Yeah. Viral marketing is my favourite thing. Now I'm on a horse. Flash mob. Look back. <laughs> <laughs> And rewarding himself with a big drink of water <laughs> yes. after that one. Thirsty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the I guess the uh, I guess the un- unofficial cinematic adaptation of the Filthy Casuals podcast, Ready Player One, <laughs> yes, is uh, is just screaming its way towards us. Mm. And the uh, and the and the and the big wigs down at the Warner Brothers marketing department. They have come up with the marketing campaign to end all marketing campaigns. We can Literally, hope. The, yeah, this is so bad. <laughs> marketing will cease to exist after this. It was. It's so bad. It's a bad concept. It's been done so much in like t-shirts so and wait, all of that. The so marketing or the enough, I don't know what this is. <laughs> enough about the book. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. So did you, oh, did you not see? I this? haven't seen any of this because I couldn't care less about that movie. Right. Okay. So okay. they've they've done a thing where they've just gone and put up a bunch of posters that are themed on. Classic, but like the Matrix, Breakfast Club, with the characters. Back to the from, Future. Yeah, right. And made them with, like with the characters of Ready Player One, and just obviously the title is Ready Player One. So they these right. themed and just you know kind of put them up in a few kind of random spots in mm. I think like LA and just you know then they just sit back and they just wait for those photos to yeah. start clogging up Flickr accounts. Yeah, that's all it. Across all the, the globe, the Instagrams with the hashtag Ready Player One. Yeah. But then the hashtag's also shit marketing campaign. I've yeah. got to upload this to my photo bucket. <laughs> yeah, they're really bad. The the like into even just like so the idea is bad and the execution 
is pretty low bit. Like I yeah. saw a tweet where someone said uh, about the Matrix one. It's like this looks like someone's piss week oversized forum signature from two thousand and two. Yes, like they really do look like that shitty kind of deviant art stuff where it's yeah. like. I, it's- it's literally working right now, though. We are doing their marketing for them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and we are like we 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 talked about it already as a movie that we think looks bad. I don't know if that is a good thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I I, I feel like we're handing them money. No, I don't think no, so. I feel like after this, I'm going to find Steven Spielberg and mail him <laughs> some money. Like, well, that's your prerogative. <laughs> well, did we talk about this the last time we talked about the the movie coming out and mm. shat all over it? We then we then found out on our Facebook page that a lot of our listeners really love that book and yeah. are really excited for the movie. Yeah. So I dare say that nothing that we say has any impact over whether or not people go to see this movie. Yeah. I mean, we're going to see it as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But it is, I mean, it like it's kind of perfect. Like, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, but it just is that really dialing it up to it. Like the trailer and everything about it is already just like such base level, like a, a offensively pandering nostalgia. Yes. And yeah. it's it's incredible that they found a way to outdo that. Yeah. Like, Eve, like take it up to the next degree. Well, it's it's everything I hated about Stranger Things crystallised into this yeah. ultra-concentrated form. It Stranger makes me think are- it has to be deliberate though, right? Well, like, I'm, I'm talking about the movie in general as well. Yeah, I guess the movie... But, like, there can't be that many... Like, the the posters and stuff have to be someone going, like, mm, okay. Stranger Things, though, at least tried to pretend that it wasn't doing the exact same thing. Yes. Whereas this yeah, movie yeah. is literally, here's the Iron Giant. Yeah. And the book is bad. I'm Like, I'm sorry, it's not a good book. Mm. It is just a list of it's references. It's not the good book either. No, it's certainly <laughs> not. No, I didn't piss on that in a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Although I should. Um, yeah, tell you what though, that thing is going to have a dope soundtrack. Oh man! Hey, dope, you dope, got dope. the touch. <laughs> it's be I wear my sunglasses and not- I've been playing Vice City still. It's good. Oh yeah, nice. Still exists. Yeah. Still is Vice City. Yep, still continues <laughs> to remain the exact same game. You know what continues to remain really good? Our sponsor, Harry's. Hell yeah! I'm glad that that's the case. Yeah, Harry's is uh, sponsoring this episode again. Uh, and guess what, boys? I used a Harry's razor to shave my face the other day. Very, very good stuff. It's fucking great. It's it was is genuinely the best shave I've ever had. Right. I, I stopped using like actual razor razors because they all sucked. Mm-hmm. I just get like uh, well, I won't name a brand, but that's ones gonna, from the that's supermarket. Hurt if they're just sucking on your hair, yanking it out. Of your face, if that's the way they're functioning. Now, you know I didn't mean it that way. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything, Mr. Faulty. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, um, and I've been a beard trimmer guy for a few, like years now, and uh, this made me enjoy actually shaving with a razor again. Um, so, Harry's was started by a couple of ordinary guys called Jeffrey and Andrew. Mm-hmm. And they uh, were fed up with getting charged an arm and a leg for razor blades. So they started Harry's to fix shaving. And in my opinion, they did. They stripped out all the unnecessary stuff, the extra blades, the heated handle, the lubricating strips. Again, it sounds like a sex toy. High pa- <laughs> high-powered suction motors. <laughs> yes. Heated yeah. handle? I don't, when was that a thing? I don't know. Jeez. I don't think we are ever in you the just, right tax bracket for that. If mm. you put any shaving handle in your car on a hot day for long enough, it would uh, be a heated handle. And that's the Harry's guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> a good shave comes comes down to a good blade. And uh, Harry's owns the factory that produces their razors, so they're able to deliver amazing quality blades for just two bucks a blade. And they don't pay rent. They do not pay rent. <laughs> they do pay la- pay land taxes, I guess, sure. like rates probably. We don't know that. I'm sure that <laughs> it's it all about that they wouldn't include that kind of detail in the copy. Yeah, let's Harry's <laughs> get in touch with us and let us know what are you paying in land tax? What's <laughs> yes. your, what was your stamp stamp duty? Yes, I'm out of. <laughs> Landowning references now. I think that's all we needed. Mm. Probably one too many. <laughs> uh, so they back all their products with a 100% quality guarantee. Uh, and Harry's is so confident that you're going to love their blades, they're going to give you a trial shave set for free when you sign up at harrys.com slash filthy casuals. you just got to pay for shipping, which is an uh, incredible deal. The blades on these guys. Shipping no. is cheaper than land tax. That's it. I can tell you that for not definite. No, <laughs> another guess. Uh, so claim your free trial offer today from Harry's. It's a thirteen dollar value for free when you sign up. You just got to shove that sh- shove cover that shipping. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you just got to shove that discount up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> shove someone in the street hard enough that their wallet falls out and you pick wow. that wallet up and use that to pay for the shipping. That's oh. all been turned on the sponsor right near the end of the ad. <laughs> uh, the trial set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, mm-hmm. five precision engineered blades with lubricating st- strip and trimmer blade. Uh, you get some shave gel, which is really, really good. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And you get a little cover so you can take it around with you. So uh, to get your free trial, go to harrys.com slash filthy casuals right now. That's harrys.com slash filthy casuals, the name of our show. And since we're talking about a little bit of online shipping, if that's something that you do from time to time, I would strongly recommend using ShipStation. Uh, if you sell online through like eBay or Amazon or mm-hmm. uh, Magento, I'm yes. not an online seller myself, so I don't know Magento. But I'm sure to the right people, that is ringing all their doorbells. It's a r- some people sitting there right now going, fuck yeah, Magento shout out. Yeah, Magento, yeah. my favourite X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> and we've done that joke before. <laughs> well, I'm going to do it every time. <laughs> hey, it's clearly working. They keep sponsoring the show. It's true, it's Not true. Magento, ShipStation. Yes. Uh, whatever you use, though, you need ShipStation. It's a fast and easy way to manage and dispatch your orders all from one place. You can use ShipStation to compare rates from top couriers, including Royal Mail, FedEx, DHL and UPS. So it does all that work for you. You don't yeah. have to get your hands sticky, dialing different phones, having four phones all pushed up against your ear at once, going, wait, wait, I shouldn't have called you all at once. <laughs> <laughs> and whether you have one or hundreds of orders, ShipStation makes it easy to batch and print labels so you can get orders out quickly and keep your customers happy. Yeah, so you're shipping out those three excess phones that you realise you don't need It's no wonder that ShipStation is such a popular choice of online sellers across the UK with people selling landlines at this rate. <laughs> and land with stamp duty Hell yeah, we definitely know everything about what it takes to be an adult in the 1990s oh, Adulting, am I right? Oh, yeah. uh, so you can use ShipStation free for 30 days Plus get a special bonus when you use the promotion code CASUALS mm-hmm. So to get this special promotion, just visit ShipStation.com Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in CASUALS That's ShipStation.com, then enter the promotion code Casuals. Mm. Shipstation.com make ship happen. Ah, uh, yes. My, my favorite, favorite X Men. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, go support them, guys. Uh, yeah, worth reiterating. They're, they're obviously they're supporting the show. They're, they're helping us out a great deal. So, yep. yeah, if you're in the market for either of those things, or even if you're not, yeah. and you just want to, you know, show your little mates. 
that you appreciate it. Oh, uh, and yeah. like I said with Harry's, like I was a firm non-razor user mm. and it's converted me. So Yeah, I'm yeah. the same. I got that set, that trial set as well and uh, yep. yeah, fantastic stuff. Nox, yep. you're a bearded gentleman. I'm planning to shave my uh, balls. <laughs> in like May. Oh. I can't really do it until What's then. What's happening in May? I, the comedy festival's over and I need the beard uh. for a character that I'm portraying oh. called Insecure Man. <laughs> <laughs> It's the role of slobbing KFC at three AM. Spent my whole life preparing, Uh, but I I was thinking the other day I was like genuinely kind of dreaming about shaving all of my hair off. I was literally thinking that about an hour ago. I don't know why. About you or about Knox? About Knox. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see him hairless. I want to go complete Howard Hughes. Yeah. Take every single bit of it off. Oh my god! Cover myself in duct tape so it can't grow back. Yes, <laughs> that's how duct tape works. Uh, probably <laughs> if, you, if, you t- if you do it tight enough. Don't yeah. get laser removal. Just no. whack some tape on. Or it. Whatever. I'll have a bath in some t- kind of acid that only works on hair roots or whatever. Something that does exist. Really? Yeah. Is it called old age? No. Well, you're leaning into me. <laughs> As if you're like really trying to like, you know, show me who's boss. <laughs> uh, let's quickly mention this here before we get to, because, uh, you know, doing it at the end of the show feels like something of a waste. Speaking yeah. of plugs, uh, the three of us have comedy festival shows that we would love listeners of this to come and check out. Yeah. Uh, my show is called Leisure Suit Tommy. It is on from March 28 until April the 8th. And also the 15th and 22nd. You can find details for that, comedyfestival.com.au. Yeah. Knox, you have a stand-up show as well. I have a show. It's called This Show is Good and Funny. Attendance appreciated. It's on 6.30 every day from the 29th to the 22nd, except for Wednesdays. And then it's earlier on Sundays as well. Yeah. And then there's an accessible performance on, I think, the 15th. Oh. But I'd have to check my own poster to know that for I sure. I find all <laughs> of your performance to be pretty inaccessible, I have to say. <laughs> well, not as maybe mentally... <laughs> <laughs> but physically you can get in the room and be confounded if you want. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of accessible, I believe every single showing of The Death of Chimcop is accessible. It's all on the ground floor. Mm. Um, it is from March the 29th until April the 22nd at 8.30pm at Trades Hall. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... Except for Wednesdays and earlier Sundays. It's going to be not on Wednesdays and it's on <laughs> earlier on Sundays. <laughs> and it's going to be a great show, so you please come along. You banter like this, these <laughs> two guys. Yeah. yeah. If only Knox had learned his lines for that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, comedyfestival.com.au. Uh, thanks to people who have already bought tickets and told us that they've done so. And yeah, looking forward to seeing some of you filth in there at the shows. Yeah. Alongside preparing for Comedy Festival, I managed to sneak in a couple of games this week. Mm. Ooh, yeah. Do you yeah. want to hear about them? Yes. Or is this not the time or place? <laughs> uh, no, no, I think I think you probably should. Uh, Steamworld Dig, the first one. Mm. I played through that. Right. Because you guys love the second and I'm... Disliked the second extremely. <laughs> oh, Tommy loved the second. I liked it a lot, yeah. yeah. Right, but you disliked it. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. I don't remember that. Generally speaking, you could probably make that assumption about our feelings about any game and mm. be right 90% of the time. You both like Bayonetta? That's mm-hmm. true. Has yep. that been the only unifying? That's like the... Oh, and, uh, and Owlboy. Owlboy, yeah. 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 And Steamworld Dig too, right? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I liked it. What did you (laughs) think of it? So I have a dumb thing where I I don't like playing the second game before the first one. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Like, there's so many games out there, and often the second one's better than the first. They almost almost invariably improve. But, like... I, I do... Yeah, I understand that, though. Like, I... Generally, tend to kind of like leap in, in the, on the second. If I mm. miss the first and the second is out and gets a lot of hype, it's like, well, I've got to do this. Yeah, right. But I do, there is part of me that sort of feels like, 
I think I would appreciate the goodness of this even more had I come from a basis of... Well, right. and do you know what it is? Like, I know if I play the second one first, I'll never play the first yes. one. Yes. Right. And so I kind of want to go through... Especially SteamWorld, I finished in like three and a half hours. Yeah. Oh, right. It's super short. Yep. Uh, and I really enjoyed it. It yep. was fun. Like, it. it's not particularly... It, it's not great. Mm. Uh, especially, like, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that could be improved on uh, in the second one where, like... I didn't like some of the stuff with the controls where you can only so you're if if you've never heard of it you're you're digging down this uh, big ditch basically underneath yeah. this old western town trying to get to the bottom to find out a secret about your uncle who's left you some cryptic note before right. he died but you're a steam powered robot yep. in the far future and so you go deeper and deeper deeper through uh, this cavernous uh, Cave. <laughs> yeah. It's a very cave-like cave. Sure. And you're digging your way down. I mean, a, it's just the ground, right? Yeah. So then there's, there's shit down there. Yeah, and yeah. So, like, you come across in the middle patch, like, the sort of what humans have evolved into, and they're these right, gross yeah, yeah. old fucks. Right, and yeah. Like drinking and throwing bottles at you. And you're trying to find your way to different power-ups as you go through. Right. Uh and d- you can only dig dirt that's directly to your sides or above you or below. Mm-hmm. So you can't, can't like go diagonally, and you can't jump and get something whilst you're jumping. Ah, yeah. You know, like you can't. You you have to be standing to next dig. to it. Yeah, that is the same in two. Mm. Right. Yeah. That was something that just. I get why they did it because, but although you do get, don't you get an ability in two where you can fly around and kind of cut through dirt, or am I? Remembering that right. I only played it for like 40 minutes. Right. Yeah. There's just some stuff where like so the, the power-ups didn't get me quite to the point that I wanted, right. which is to be zipping through it and tearing everything apart. Right. I felt pretty uh, – like you get more and more powerful and that thing's always kind of the point of a game like this where you're yeah. – the progression, yeah. The so is it the same as two where you're getting like you're getting uh, you know rocks and various gems and stuff, and, and then going up yeah. to sell them to get money to buy new and so to buy yeah. new things, and then sometimes yeah. going into like a special little cave, a little level kind yeah. of yeah, yeah right. to find a specific thing. Yeah, and the ones that are there are good, and they introduce new interesting things. Of like, oh, now you need to make sure you've got enough water all the time, and now yeah. you need to. But it was never particularly. It was never a very good difficulty in either way. Like, it was never right. easy and it was never hard in an interesting way. It was just, like, a bit annoying because you always knew exactly what you had to do. It's like, well, I need to come down here with more water again. But it right. just felt a little bit like busy work yeah. at the time. I really did enjoy number two. Like, I I, I loved the music in it. I, I loved the little loop of, like, gradually, yeah, building up. But I know what you're saying. Like, I remember upgrading for the first time. And thinking, oh, here we go, and there not being that much of a discernible difference in right. with my drill. Where and some of it was pretty useless as well. Like yeah. I got the, 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 you get a punch sort of thing where you can shoot a, your fist out, and I never really used it except for a couple of specific situations. You get a wall jump that uh, you have from the start, actually. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Get a grapple, you get a, you get a grappling jump. hook thing in number two, and you get right. like a thing where you can then fly around, which does which helps a lot. Like yeah. when you if you fall, you know through. a Pit, you don't have to like dig your way back up. You can just like you, that's definitely you can just not in the, up to the top. in the first one. You get like um sort of a jump that you have to charge up and uses some water. In right, the first one. Right, and but I still really uh, did enjoy it. I don't remember the music at all, so I don't know if the music right. was maybe improved in the second one. The cool thing about the second one, and not that I played the first one, but you're someone who is looking for the character from mm. the first and, one. and she mm. makes that decision at the end of this. Oh, one, that's cool. Which is yeah, cool. right. And I did like the personality of all the little characters in the town. Yeah, and, like, same. Yeah, the art style and stuff was nice. 
uh, the little sounds they make when they're talking to you. Good, good little sounds of games I've played recently. <laughs> Celeste right. had great little. Burp, burp, yeah, burp. yeah. So I just didn't get along with any of the aesthetic, and so right. of two, and it, it just made all the gameplay too blatantly busy work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the aesthetic is definitely something that's uh, a little Flash reminiscent. Yeah, and yeah. These games, this type of game started with Flash. I've definitely played something in like 2003 that was this. Yeah. Right. And that upgrade loop was more satisfying back then. Yeah, than whatever sure. game that had been. So yeah. I just, yeah, never felt like I was in a good sweet spot of feeling either the difficulty was up against me so much that it was engaging or that I was getting so powerful that it was just fun. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. some kind of dumb middle point that I didn't really like. But right. it, overall, the game was, uh, I, I saw it through to the end and even yeah. though it was short, it, it, something about it grabbed me to the mm. point where I wanted to finish it. From what it. you're saying, it sort of sounds like you didn't enjoy the first one enough, nor is the second one different enough. For it to be worth you bothering going in on the second. Yeah, that's... I, I would say. Right, okay. Because mm. I'm still... Mm. If that's on sale or something... Yeah. I would still... I mean, I would recommend the second to people. Like, I... I When I was playing it, I... It, you know, I really enjoyed it and then finished it and... I mean, I didn't... I haven't really thought about it too much since I finished it. It didn't really... Mm. I did enjoy it. I didn't, like, fall in love with it in the way that I did with, like, Our Boy or Celeste. Right. I was like, oh, this is fun and this is all kind of cool... It kind of ended. I felt like two ended kind of abruptly. Like it felt mm, to me so like there the was heaps one. more to go. Yeah. Because you're in this. You're in this. You know, cavern that's me- that's sort of made to feel like fuck me. It is so big and deep down here. And then you, it feels like you're just kind of starting to get a sense of the size of it. And then it, all of a sudden, it's like no, no, this is it. Same, right. same yeah. exact experience of like, yeah, I zipped through it way quicker than I thought. Yeah. Mm. So I guess maybe with knowing that maybe you'd like it, it, it is like an easy, yeah, if you're looking for something that you could knock off in a, in a week with pretty regular playing time without having a ton of time, it is, it, I think the second one is a lot of fun. And that yeah. was, that was the thing about it is it was so easy to play. Yeah. And so just like I would, I did it in sort of like 10, 15 minute little blocks mm. uh, right. in between doing other stuff, which was the perfect sort of thing for what I needed. So yeah, that, you're not really going to get too stuck mm. with it. You can sort of just no. go in and give it a half hour and. Get and that a sort of repetitive of nature of it is broken up by doing it that way. Yeah, so, right. Uh, I think that's probably the way to do it. So yeah, I don't know. I, it, it, it was it was fine. Mm. And also, just that any game where you like you're going in, you're getting all these materials, and then you're going out and just absolutely cashing out and watching that cat like that it is just always going to be super satisfying. Mm. Totally, whatever the, the game is. The, so. the numbers going up yeah. is is very. It triggers a lot of good feelings in a capitalist brain like mine. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, speaking of games that have a very strange difficulty level that doesn't ever seem particularly challenging, mm. I played the Kirby demo. Mm. Kirby Star, Star Allies. Star Allies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's like 20 Kirby games out every day. Yeah, right. it seems like <laughs> right. there's a lot of fucking Kirby, and they were all on the 3D. I think this is the first Switch one, right? Yes, okay. first yes. Switch one. Yeah, there was like one on the Wii U, and a, there was a 3DS one maybe a year or two ago that was right. actually apparently quite good. Mm. Um, but yeah, now, I played this demo as well. Yeah, now you th- said to me. I bet you're going to fucking hate this. Yes, yes, I did say that. <laughs> and I said, you'll be pleasantly surprised. Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, like, right. I, I, thought you were gonna, I thought you were going to pull a switch over there and go, I really, really fucking hated it. <laughs> no, I can't, I, can't, I can't. Even for comedy, I couldn't lie like that. <laughs> um, I thought it was good. Like, it, it's... It, it was really easy. You had like it, basically yeah. 
an easy level and a hard level yeah. they were labelled. Uh, absolutely no difference yeah. in skill level between the two. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. The Kirby games that I've played in the past have always been extremely easy, which is only right. like the Game Boy one and I think one other one. Yeah, so I might. It's kind of part of that thing a little bit. I yeah, playing two, and I was a little on the Game Boy, and y- yeah, I mean, yeah, I was a little kid when I played it, but I remember it not being a. A super pushover. Like I remember right. definitely having a bit to it. Yeah, and I've seen a few people on our um, Facebook group and just generally online being like, "This is a game for children." I guess like it's that it is that easy. It was yeah. pleasant. I like the aesthetic. Fine. Like it's all very bright and fun and yeah. silly, and the mechanics are pretty interesting. And I, I like that taking over you know characters and getting their powers and the boss fights were. F- fun enough yeah but it was all just so easy like i never even noticed if i had lost any health at all yeah it's a strange one because it's not really it doesn't really seem to be too much about fighting enemies that are on the screen it doesn't seem to be too much about the platforming Mm. it's so for me like i i did enjoy my time with it even though i found it quite easy I mean, yeah, maybe it's just maybe it's long and there's multiple exits and it's something where you're going for like the collecting of stuff becomes kind of and like mm. looking around the levels becomes the the main thrust of it. I think visually, I think it looks really great. Like mm. you know, the Kirby games have always had a very strong kind of cute aesthetic and just the way they've rendered all that in HD, like and the colors and everything, I think looks v- very impressive. Yeah, the the style, the the design style, like the tree boss is yeah. very cool. It's kind of a little bit like Cuphead, old, yeah. cartoony mixed with this kind of mo- modern polished Nintendo yeah. style. Is it like a little claymation here? Am I thinking of no, something no. else? No, they okay. did do one of them a little while ago, right. like a clay right. sort of looking one. But um, so the basic, the, yeah, the gist of it is you can throw these little hearts at enemies and then make them join your team. And then you kind of have access to all these like sort of different powers. Mm. And my – so you can end up having four people in your party and then part of that is that friends can jump in and play with you yeah. at any time. So my only thing with it is it feels like one of these things like a Mario 3D World or a new Super Mario Brothers mm-hmm. where it's being pushed on like – hey, you can play this platformer with four of you running around. And my fear of it is, is it going to be as fun if you're not doing that? Right. If you're just playing it through it by yourself. Sure. Because it definitely does look like if you had four people playing and, you know, you've all got these fucking crazy abilities that are like flaming swords and turning into a big ice block and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. If you're trying to get through levels together, like I can see how that would be very fun. But in terms of something that as a single player you're playing through, I... I yeah, I, to me, that was the thing I took away from it. I'm like, uh, this seems like the balance is a bit more of one of those things that you feel like you're just really missing out on half the experience by playing y- it by yourself. Yeah, and also it felt a little bit like you are even more overpowered than you should have been just playing it by yourself with these three AI characters because you're just like playing a normal platformer and then you've got three guys throwing fireballs and ice balls at the enemies as well. It's like, yeah. well, okay, this is even easier than it should have been. Yeah, totally, totally. And I also don't see it being the go-to party game when you do have a bunch of mates r- over. Like, <laughs> maybe you play it when it's just come out and then you play Mario Kart. Like, Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the other hard thing. It's one of those ones. Gotta those... go around to Steve-O's house and play some Kirby tonight. Buy a slap. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it really feels like it would be only really playable with other people who've also played it, who also have it. Yeah, like yeah. Have, like with Mario Kart, you can go, here's how you do it and, and have a good time, whereas this yeah. is like, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm still looking forward to it and I'm going to get it. Like, mm. it, I think even if it's a bit of a breeze, like, 
I like the whole aesthetic and yeah. I, I like all the other shit that's going on. But, yeah, I, I've kind of been wondering for a while just how much just yeah how how much depth there is going to be to it because these games have traditionally been the Kirby franchise is one that they sort of seem to yeah not not put not put a, a great not really worry about the degree of um of difficulty or, yeah. or length to it is, right. is is more the common criticism of it like yeah right i don't mind if it's super super easy as long as it's there's actual time investment in it but um yeah but yeah it looks it looks visually it looks great and it's yeah. It is fun. Like it's pretty. It's very charming. Yes. Yeah. It sounds relaxing. Maybe might yeah. be the right yeah. way to approach it from. Yeah. That's the thing. I'm, I'm still looking forward to playing through it, and even if it doesn't really bust my balls, it's like I think I'll have yeah. a fun time just like yeah. cruising through it, and and yeah. Cool. Mm. Well, uh, a game that is it's the opposite of relaxing. Uh, I've been playing Metal Gear Survive. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, and most of the time I've spent with it has been mainly out of obligation. (laughs) Yeah. Because, so there's, uh, all right. Uh, For anyone who doesn't know what it is, this game is not really a Metal Gear game. It is using that engine that the fifth one used. Yep. And it's doing a completely different sort of side story thing in a weird way where like it does attach itself to like the bit in between the two halves of five. Right. Um, like ground zeros and phantom pain, the thing that happened in there. Yeah. 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 And like has this really weird intro where this inscrutable sort of story is being laid out in that way of people going like, uh, well the, um, what do they call it? The, who cares? Like the consortium or whatever. Mm, He's dropping these names where it's like, I'm not meant to know about this until later. Uh, But in this really, irritating way where there's (laughs) so little context that what story there is there you immediately go like oh no fuck you this this story is not i don't want to know about this because i'm just confused right and then you get dropped into this world so you're in this like ruined alternate dimension version of afghanistan from five right and there's this big sort of dust cloud there and all these zombies with crystals for their heads and what you've got to do is go around the place and gather up all this uh, information that a team that was there left behind to build up an idea of what's going on there. Right. And in between... Why, why do the zombies have crystal heads? Uh, ooh, who knows? Oh, the consortium fuck. has... Uh, and it's okay. like... You haven't gotten up to that bit, have you? No. It's, <laughs> well, because like, I think that everything will be laid out right at the end. Right. Because right. basically it starts with some story stuff, then the whole fucking middle appears to have nothing, and <laughs> yeah. then I think there's going to be a bit at the end. Right. Right. And the middle bit, so the actual game, is this... It's a survival game, which is something like Don't Starve... Yeah. Or kind of what Minecraft is if you play that the way it's meant to be. Uh, Subnautica is one that came out mm-hmm. recently that people yeah. say is good. Yeah. And it's a style of game I think you very much either like or very don't. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm in that second camp of not. Because oh, very don't. Mm, <laughs> you, How very don't you? <laughs> you are spending your time fretting about how much stuff you have. Right. So like, oh, I don't have enough of this resource. I better go find that. Oh, my stamina's running low. I better go find that. Oh, my health's getting low. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just tedious. What about What about in the game? <laughs> it's the same thing in the game. <laughs> it, I think the game is what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 and that is totally my fault. I'm really sorry, guys. I, I guess I'm a little bit thick today. I'm, yeah, I should have seen that. 
Just on your best behaviour from now on. Yes, okay? no, I'll, like, I'll, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to speak on behalf of you, Adam. But one more slip up like that, and you are out. Yeah, You're okay, yeah. Out. I'll really tune in from now on. So when there's a, this big stuff, and what about in the game? <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have waited like ten seconds, that's right. That's it. Yeah. I'm kicking you out. Okay. of your Game of Thrones podcast. Oh no! <laughs> it's just gonna be me every week. Going like, well, I thought it was all right. <laughs> So you can get around to watching it this week. Uh, <laughs> you spend most of your time in this fucking dust that's everywhere and it, it just like makes everything look very bland and boring. You can't really right. tell where you are because it's just this fucking cloud, that, a nice looking cloud, but Which it's a cloud. It seems like that's like a, oh, we don't have to build a bunch of assets. We just have a big dust yeah. cloud. Kind of, and they very much have, because a lot of it is from, it, it's, it feels like a mod for Metal Gear Solid 5. Right. In this the way like, that like every game on the Nintendo 64 was set in an extremely foggy environment. Right, to, exactly. To, for the draw distance. <laughs> right. Man, shame I have to hunt all these dinosaurs in this, the worst <laughs> smog that London has ever had. <laughs> Why don't I just take the day off and wait for the weather to improve? And I'll be able to see this fucking stegosaur property. No, I've got to get out there. I'm too rock, not tomorrow rock. I've got to do it today. Rock. Rock. <laughs> and it's, so you're, you're going through and doing these pretty repetitive cycles of like, pick up this stuff so you can build this thing that only really serves you for a small period of time until you pick up this stuff and build right. this right. thing. And there's not the story isn't enough to drive you through it. The actual action of it isn't enough to drive you through it. The controls are good yeah. because it's basically Metal Gear Solid Five. Right. So what about combat? So this all so far has just been like collecting stuff and building stuff to yeah. collect more stuff. Is there actual combat going on? Yes. The the zombies will fight you if they see you, and you mm-hmm. can kind of stealth around them. But if you crouch, that uses stamina. If you sprint, that uses stamina. Right. So you've got to watch it. So like, what happens is when you're thirsty, your stamina goes down. I think it's this. If if you're hungry, your stamina go, uh, your health goes down. If you're thirsty, your stamina goes down. Right. They're just all sort of things you have to manage, and then it limits your top level. So you will recharge. Say you've got a thousand points. If you're at twenty percent thirst, you'll re- recharge to two hundred points. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. And so then you're managing that all the time and sort of thinking about what moves you can do, but it doesn't really affect you in action stuff. And so you're sneaking around these very stupid zombies. Mm-hmm. They are not... Sm- so it's the same as Metal Gear Solid Five, but if all the AI was shit. Right. And then you're doing a lot more melee stuff. There's like basically a lot of what you're going to be doing is getting chased by zombies, setting up a fence, and then poking them through the fence, right. walking dead style, trying to get them in the head. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it just does feel tedious. And so there's not an, any Metal Gear stuff in there that if you're a fan of Metal Gear, you'll go like, oh, cool, another one of these. Yeah. I don't think it's a good enough survival game that even if you do like survival games that you're going to enjoy it. I don't think it's a good game like Metal Gear was in in that way. I, like, I'm just not really sure who it's for. It does right. seem like an incredibly cynical game on mm. every front because mm. for those that don't know, I imagine everyone knows the backstory who listens to this, but so uh, Kojima, Hideo Kojima, the, the, the creator of Metal Gear, did... Uh, Booted out of Konami, they've now made this without him. So, like, there's no way that anyone who is a fan of Metal Gear, because Hideo is so intrinsically linked to that series, anyone who's a deep fan of Metal Gear knows that kind of this is what they've done to him. Like, continued this on without him being around. So, no one who's a fan of it is going to support it. So, it just feels like it's being sort of cynically... Marketed towards idiots, right? Like, or just people that are unaware of the like. I, yeah, really, the only market for it is people who don't, 
yeah, don't really have an attachment to that kind of stuff, which does so yeah. it's cynical of them to kick him out and then make something under this banner, but then yeah, it's but it's their yeah. name, and I like that they tried something new uh, in in concept. I like that they didn't go, yeah. it's Metal Gear Solid Six, and then make that shit. They're like, oh, it's a side thing. We're doing this other bit. Well, yeah. I, uh, even that aspect to it is cynical because I feel like they had an engine and a game, yeah, and they didn't have the talent or the actual you know originality or or imagination to make something actually brand new. Mm. They just went, what sure. can we do with this engine that is easy appeals to a bunch of people yeah. and will make us money. I do think they've tried though weirdly. Like really? there's stuff in there there's a it's trying. Okay. It just doesn't hit it. It sounds really trying. It <laughs> it like it isn't that it's cynical in the way that it's like broken in a cash grab in that way. It like right. the, there is cash grabby stuff about it like it's it shouldn't be the price that it is. Right. And then there's microtransactions in it that shouldn't be in there. Right. But like they they've just tried to not hit the mark with with the game right. itself, I think. But like, I don't also, know. it's hard for me to tell because a lot of the stuff about it, the survivally things, I just kind of get switched off by anyway. Right. So, but it, like, I I'm, I'm I kind of want to play more of it still for some <laughs> reason, just because like it. It feels nice to move around in that engine. Maybe I want to play Metal Gear Solid Five again. Is the thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds, yeah. That way. It sounds yeah. like they got you. Maybe they got you. I wouldn't have probably played it if it weren't for this podcast. Right, right. But like, it isn't terrible. If you if you're really fascinated, yeah, and you're like, I have to know how it turned out. Right, go into it knowing that it's like this. But I don't. I don't think it's like flat out bad. Right, it's just kind of. A, a little, yeah, tedious and humdrum. Does it seem like if you weren't really uh, had not played Metal Gear or anything before, you could just get this and have a good time yeah. with it on its own terms? Totally. The game itself doesn't really give a shit about the fact that it's a Metal Gear game, right. so right. you don't have to. And there are some fun little characters. There's these little AIs that are like kind of mm. fun who talk to you, but then at some point they're like, "Yeah, well, you need to collect this," and you're like, oh, "Fuck off." Yeah, right. You know, it's just, it, it's it's totally a little less than fine, but it's it's. Not as bad as I kind of expected it to be going in with people kind of tearing it apart a bit. Mm. Uh, it, 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 it's just not a great version of anything that it's trying to do. Right. But it's not like if you if you have to know, then you're not going <laughs> to hate yourself for having bought it, I reckon. Probably. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay. But, otherwise, but the people who have to know, like this is the last – like I'm really interested to see what the fucking next thing, if anything – has the, the words Metal Gear, Metal Gear on it. Yeah, mm. Because yeah. I think it must, I, it'll probably not be anything ever again. Yeah. Probably. It's probably that and Mass Effect are dead. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Burnout's That's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Need for Speed's dead too. Uh, ben, you got any more thoughts on Yakuza 0? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. A few um, of our listeners did ask me to check back in. It's still really good. Like, it's... There's a second main character now, another playable character that I've found. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just playing it more, it's it's reinforcing more how good the atmosphere is. Yeah. The gameplay itself is a little old fashioned, like I said last week, and it's still it's not it hasn't got more complex or nuanced or anything. It is just like a real old fashioned beat 'em up. The graphics are a little last gen, but somehow the atmosphere, the writing and the storytelling, the voice acting the yeah the presentation is really engaging and fun mm-hmm. it's really fun like that's just what it is 
Um, the story is, yeah, it's just this real twisty-turny, pulpy kind of crime story that it does really, really well. Um, and, yeah, I've, there's a second location. It's in Osaka and it's basically a represent, representation of Dotonburi, which we've yep. been to, Tommy. Yep. They call it a different name, but it's like it has That's the fucking crab restaurant and it has the river. Like it's, it's, is, yeah. is that the place where you can eat Pikachu's ass? No, that's Tokyo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where can where can I go to eat Pikachu's ass? Tokyo. Cool. <laughs> and what if I wanted to eat Pikachu's ass? Where oh, would I go? Go to Tokyo. All right. The Pokemon Cafe in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Yakuza Zero sounds great, and I want to get into it when I have more time. What was that meant to be? I don't know. You were talking about eating Pikachu's ass before. It, you put it on the fucking document. Yeah, you sound like you were. I didn't put. First it's, of all, it, I did not put it on the document. No, that was me. You. you and we got a great like, discussion out of it. You sounded like you were setting. You setting aside. It, yeah. Didn't it have the cadence of a? Is your fridge running? Yes. It sounded like you had something ready to go. Absolutely yeah. not. The phrase <laughs> "eating Pikachu's ass" should stand on its own. Yeah, but it was the, Why do you need a was, second fucking thing after that? It was your cheeky little cadence that you yeah, were doing. It did it sound like a setup. It oh. sounded like a setup. You say eat Pikachu's ass without looking like you got a bit of a glint in your eye. <laughs> this kind of convoluted story is exactly what Yakuza Zero does perfectly. Uh, but yeah, it, it is just a really fun, silly game with little nuances, a lot of side quests, funny yeah. characters, and yeah, the atmosphere is fantastic. So I'm I'm still loving it. Great. I'm definitely going to play it at some point. Let's do one of our world famous um, sealed sections on it. One. Time. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Uh, the world famous thing we did once. Yes, mm. but it is world famous. Hey, this, yeah. yeah, this goes out across the globe. Yeah, it's and not limited. People yeah. in Fiji listen to this. World Ooh. world wasn't the word that I had issue with. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I guess we better wrap it up there for another week. Yeah. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Filthycasuals.com.au if you want to find us on the socials or any of the links to things that we've mentioned previously in this episode. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks for sending us all your stuff during the week of uh, news stories and your hot takes on them. We always appreciate getting that. Yes. Emails and all that sort of stuff. Yes. A lot of questions have been sent through. They will be answered in a future episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we'll be recording very soon. <laughs> yes, we'll be back uh, next week to talk about the Nintendo Direct that is probably happening by the time pretty much everyone listens to this. Yep. Um, and yeah, what else we've been playing during the week. But until next time, uh, as we say at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. I'm going to eat Pikachu's ass. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tapiphone.